morning. Welcome to the first episode of Break the Wrist, Walk Away. So the thing behind that name is when I was a kid, I used to get really pissed off, like super bad anger, to the point where, like any other female, I'd cry. And Break the Wrist, Walk Away became a mantra instead of roundhousing the fuck out of some dude. I would just mentally, or sometimes out loud, say, break the wrist, walk away, break the wrist, walk away. So, today's episode, I want to touch on some stuff that I've talked about in the past, but it bears repeating. So, one of the main things is that unrequited love, or rather, love that's only given when you know that there's no way the other person can return it, is cowardice. And prime example of that was last night. I talked to this guy. We're going to call him heartbreaker because that's literally all he's been for three years. (laughs) So this guy, this fucking guy, he calls me up last night and we talked about my date that I have on Friday with nice guy. Now, nice guy, instead of bringing me flowers on our first date is bringing me elk meat. Um, fuck yes. Let's be realistic here. I'm a single mom of three kids. You're bringing food. Like I'm down, you know, I I find that to be an acceptable gift to you might as well lay it at my feet at that point. Like, thank you for that. Seriously. So heartbreakers like, well, if you needed elk meat or deer meat, you should have just said something. I told you that if you ever needed anything, all you needed to do was call me. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Bro, I I have called you, okay? The calling you and you calling me back ratio, uh, for every, let's say, five times I call you, you call me back. So don't fucking push that shit with me. You're just pissy because I'm going out on a date on Friday. And I brought that up. And of course, he's like, no, no, I'm so happy for you, baby. I hope this really works out. And I'm like, oh, for God's sakes, I fucking hate when he does this shit. And I said, okay, what, why, why does that make you happy? He said, well, then I won't have to worry about you if this works out. You know, this guy can take care of you. And I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, so... He and I have had this fight many times. When he says take care of me, he does not mean financially. Because I have been providing for me and three kids for the past, oh God, two and a half years. Because I had started providing for me and these kids before my ex-husband even bitched out. So he knows I can financially do it. There's times I struggle and you know what? It's a bitch and a half. I've got a great village. They help out a lot. But it is, it can still be a struggle once in a while. So anyways, that's not what he's talking about. What he's talking about is mental and emotional taking care of. And I'm like any other carbon-based life form. Um, Attention, physical affection, you know, meet emotional needs of basically what rounds out to be a fucking houseplant. Because if I don't get water and sunlight, I will die. So he knows, and he said, well, you know, if this, if this guy works out, I'll just, I'll be so happy for you. And I'm like, 
okay, fucking shut up. Because he said the same shit when I tried to date almost a year ago. And that fucking guy, we don't even talk about Texas because no fucking hard pass. So heartbreakers like, oh, well, you know, hopefully nice guy really works out. Just be yourself. And I'm like, okay, but which version of me? Cause I'm a chameleon. How many, like which version am I busting out here? And he's like, well, be yourself. And I'm like, yeah, bro, I've never met him face to face. He goes, oh shit. I thought you'd met this guy. I'm like, no, no, not at all. He goes, yeah, you might want to hold back a little bit. You don't want to scare him off. I'm like, fucking see, thank you. Like that right there. You know what type of a person I am. And yet you want to sit there and go, you're so amazing. And you're such a beautiful person. And this coming from the asshat that was given so many opportunities to be a part of my life, to be my partner and never took that opportunity because of some bullshit reason or another. So if you have somebody in your life that you love them and you care about them, but you don't want to be with them, but the second they freaking start talking to somebody or it looks like they might be happy, you pull the sentimental card out of your fucking Rolodex, I'm going to slap you. Like, come on, let that person be happy without your fucking interference. You don't have to sit there and give the bullshit line that I got of, I love you. I, you'll never lose me. Even if you find the perfect guy, I will always be here. I'm just a phone call away. What the, who the fuck are you? Superman? Shut up. Sit down. Like, don't do that shit. I know that in your mind, you're thinking, well, I just want them to know that I'm here. Motherfucker, they know you're here. Come on. You've had how many opportunities to be this man or this woman's fucking light of their life. And they want to find somebody to fill that void, to fill that gap that you had every opportunity to fill and you wouldn't do it. Some bullshit reason or another. Oh, I'm not ready. Oh, I, I, I've i got so much I got to work on with me. And oh, I'm just so busy. I don't have time. And, shut up. All right. Shut up. Nobody wants to hear your ball baby bullshit sob story. None of us care anymore. All right? So if you're that person, fucking stop. Not Never is that going to be okay for you to be a manipulative asshole to the person that you supposedly love more than anything in this world. If you truly loved them, if you truly wanted them, you would go with them. You would be with them. So if you just, if it's a platonic love, you know what? 100% more power to you. Don't kiss them. Don't sleep with them. Damn sure don't fucking act like you're a couple. And then, oh, well, when it comes down to it, you're like, oh, you know, I, you're just, you're too good of a friend. Great princessa or fucking Prince Charming. Bippity boppity back the fuck up. You are not going to play with this person's emotions. Okay. There's a difference between treating somebody like a friend and using them as a stuffed animal. That is not your comfort toy. That is a human being. Knock your shit off. And I know we all joke about the friend zone. Like, oh, where's all the good guys? Friend zone. Shut the fuck up. Okay? You let her use you. Okay? 
you let her use you how she wanted because you thought that at some point she would change her mind, pull you out of the friend zone, and you would be her man. Guess what? That was never gonna happen. And if you're kidding yourself thinking, oh no, like, yeah, we slept together and oh yeah, she cried on my shoulder when, when her boyfriend broke up with her, but you know, we're friends and like, I I really think that this could go somewhere. It's never going to go anywhere, bro. Never. It's not going to happen. I know of one case, one case of a dude getting out of the friend zone. Okay. This is like one in a million. And this guy is a fucking rock star for being able to do so, but he never pushed his limits. Okay. He did not push her for a physical relationship or an emotional attachment. None of that. He stood by her for years and was just her friend. Okay. All the way through her shitty marriage, all the way through her shitty divorce. He was her friend and he never pushed the envelope. She finally looked at him one day and went, you know what? You are my best friend. I love you. They had not had a physical relationship. They had not pressured each other. There was no bullshit beforehand. In situations like that, yes, somebody has the potential to crawl out of the friend zone. But if you've already hooked up with your best friend and you kiss on them and you touch them a lot and you're always kind of making suggestions about, oh, don't we make a cute couple and shit? No, you are setting yourself up for failure. So heartbreaker gives me that line of bullshit last night. I don't call him out on it because I've done it a hundred million times. This conversation's getting old and I'm going to tell you right now, age does not define somebody being mature. Okay. Heartbreaker is 44 years old. All right. Almost 45. And been married, been divorced, raised children, has grandbabies, is a successful man and very intelligent when he chooses to be. But as far as matters of the heart go, it's like dealing with the emotional maturity of a 21 year old frat boy who just got his first boner and he doesn't know what to do with it. Okay late bloomer on the, on the emotional maturity level, super late. So I just let that shit slide. I let it drop. And you know, you could hear it in the tone of his voice and don't get me wrong. I I got a little choked up. I'm like, oh shit. You know, you talking to me like that. Damn. Making my, making my heart do stupid shit. Like, you know, and then I have to like take a minute and have a talk with my heart. Like, bitch, we have had this discussion. Okay. We know that he plays the ultimate game of cat and mouse, which he said that himself. And we know that it never goes anywhere. Okay. So we got to focus on nice guy. Nice guy is super sweet and he's been good as gold. We've talked for a while now and he has never once pushed the issue of a intimate relationship. As far as sex goes, he is only ever focused on us meeting and getting to know one another. So Emotional maturity, really good. Been married and divorced twice, just like me. Has two teenage kids. You know, successful man, does his own thing, 41 years old, fantastic. 
ladies that are looking for that partner, when you're in your 20s, it's cool to look for an Adonis. It's cool to look for a Heracles. Look for somebody who has the face of a Greek god, you know, the body of a fucking mon, like just grr, tiger, fucking fantastic. Okay, that's 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 great. You know, there's those people need love too. Everybody needs love. But make sure with those pretty boy looks and the body that took him more time to accomplish than any financial report ever would. Make sure with that comes the personality, the drive, and the determination to succeed in life. Even in your 20s. Find somebody that wants to build an empire, wants to build a life worth living. Don't go for the, oh, his has got Wrangler's son. You started to kill my head. Girl snaps. Oh, dear God. Trust me, I am 32. And a fucking Wrangler ass walks by me and I'm like, Oh, no, sir, sir, you put that away. Oh, who gave you the right to have all that cake? You put that away. Oh, dear God. But I am 32 years old. Been there, done that, okay? It looks good. God, it looks good. Oh, just want to make you want to take a bite out of that apple pie, okay? No. Explain something to you. That is a whole lot of bullshit. And you're not the only fucking person trying to rope that goddamn bull. Now, same thing goes with gym rats. And this this really goes for both men and women. Okay? I could sit here for an hour and tell you about the fucking straight ridiculousness that is cowgirls. Uh, oh, God. They are something else. That is a breed into and unto itself. Just the dear fucking Christ. Okay? There's a reason their horses are batshit. Have you met the handler? Okay? We're not even going to get into that. But... Men and women in general, you know, in your 20s, you're looking for somebody, you know, let's travel, let's party, let's, let's do all this fun shit. Or, you know, you could have been like me where you're like, hey, I'm 19, you're 20, uh, 23, let's, uh, let's get married, let's have a baby, let's, uh, let's fuck this shit up. Yeah, let's do that. I was a young mom, I don't regret it, uh, I'm gonna be 40... Was it 45, I think? Something like that. 43, 45, somewhere in there. When my youngest graduates high school. Totally cool with that. But having a family, raising a family is not for everyone. So in your 20s, you know, you're looking for that person that meets your emotional, physical, mental needs at that point in time. You're going to change. You know this, okay? I'm not telling you nothing you don't already know, okay? By this point in your life, you know how biology works. You know that you adapt. You know that you are biologically programmed to grow in every sense of the word throughout your life. You hit 30, okay? Dating after 30 is like trying to find the least broken toy in the bin. And the amount of of stories that I could tell you about just dating in the last two years. Oh my God. Just nightmare after pussy, after narcissist, after who the fuck told you you could come out of your cage? Like, I, oh dear God, it's so bad. So 
everybody's broken. Everybody's fucked up. We all know this. We've seen the inspirational posts on Facebook, you know, like everybody's messed up. You just got to find the person that, you know, you can deal with and just, you know, roll with it. Or, you know, you could, I don't know, practice self-improvement and quit being a fucking douchebag. You could do that too. And that leads me into this morning. I got a message from a buddy of mine. We're going to call him Willie. Oh, Willie, message me. And he tells me, you know, I need to find a steady girlfriend. I said, yeah, you know, you've met a lot of women that really like you and you just haven't taken any of them up on the offer of being your actual girlfriend, you know, consistently, not just somebody that, hey, hey, let's have sex every couple of uh, weeks or whatever. And then I won't talk to you for like a month. That's not okay. It's just if, if that's all you want, go to the sex shop on 24 Road and just fuck. I'm sure they got an inflatable in there with your name on it. Quit using people like that. And so we're talking about it. And he's like, yeah, I just need to find a steady girlfriend. I was like, okay, all right, cool. And then he throws this bullshit line at me that I hate so much. It's such crap. He's like... I just, you know, I haven't met a woman that can handle me and all my flaws. I'm like, really? Really? Is that, you're going to tell me that of all people that you know how I feel about that. And you're going to say, you're going to say that fucking hoinky bullshit to me. I told him, I said, handle you. You're not an animal at the zoo. Handle your damn self. He's like, you know what I mean? Do I? Do I know what you mean? Yeah, you've got a lot of flaws. So fix them. Well, I've got, I've got demons. Wrestle them bitches. Who runs this shit? You? Or are you somebody's puppet? Because if you're somebody's puppet, guaranteeing nobody wants you. But step up, make an effort, fix what needs fixing. Quit giving me your ball baby bullshit of, Oh, I've got too many flaws and I just don't know anybody that can handle me. Like, okay, if I put a shock collar on you and zap that bitch every time stupid shit like that comes out of your mouth, does that make me your handler? You can call me mama. I ain't worried about it. I'll fucking handle your ass. I ain't gonna love you, though. I'm just gonna handle you like a fucking animal. You wanna act like a douche, I'm gonna treat you like a douche. So, he gives me that bullshit. I'm like, ah, for fuck's sakes. Okay, whatever. Do you think? And shit like that, excuses like that of, oh, you know, I just, God, I'm so fucked up. Nobody's going to love me for me. Really? You, You really think that? Or is that just some fucking bullshit that you've been pre programmed to honest to God fucking believe? Because let's look at the tape, shall we? How many uh, death row inmates get married while in prison? Okay. Even those guys can find a fucking woman. Sure, she's crazy. I wouldn't take her to Thanksgiving dinner. But, you know, they can can find people to love them. If you're going to sit there and say, oh, nobody loves me. Something's wrong with me. The only thing wrong with you is you. Stop. Jesus, go get some help. Sit there and 
I can't go to a therapist. Then fuck, well, what the fuck? Really? It's 2021. You go find a therapist. You can text that therapist. For God's sakes. Your antisocial ass. Like, qu- come on. I'm tired of I'm tired of hearing excuses. I'm tired of hearing people come up with some kind of crutch that holds them up. I'm the way I am, you know, because of what happened to me. You know, my my trauma made me this way. Just shut the fuck up. Shut up. Okay. Don't. Don't come at me with your trauma. Don't fucking do it. If you can talk to me about it like it's just a fact of life and not like you're still a victim, I'll listen. You want to know why I'm that asshole? I was raised by a woman who was molested at 12 by a fucking family member, beaten, raped, and just in generally abused by her first husband, who she married at 15 because mom and dad didn't give a fuck about her. And she raised me and my two siblings and never once played victim. I myself raped, beaten, molested, emotionally and mentally tortured to the point where out-of-body experience holding a knife in my hand wondering, do I have the strength to jam this bitch directly into my own jugular? So, do not come at me with my trauma is the reason I act like a douche. Not going to be okay. Fix your problem. It's a fact of life. It happened. You are still here. So, don't come at me with that either. Well, I am officially going through the canyon and I've got to proof listen to this episode before heading into work. I hope everybody has a fantastic Thursday. I may or may not hear you guys tomorrow. It's Friday, so got some shit I got to get taken care of, but for sure Saturday because I am going to have a date to tell you about. So hope everybody has a good day. Questions, comments, concerns, Let's hear them. Send them to me. Share this with whoever you want to. Hope you guys have a fantastic fucking Thursday. Love you guys.